When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, and we can end this conversation, thankfully, because uh, producer Huckleberry's done an amazing job and brought up on a whole different system, has brought up Isaac Boss. Come in, Isaac. Are you there, mate? Hello, Isaac. I'm, I'm here. Eventually, you're finally here, mate. How are you? Mate! Good to hear your voice, mate. How you doing? Gotcha. Yeah, good, good, mate. I'm uh, enjoying uh, watching uh, this, this footy and stuff, so uh, no, I've been really well. What, what are your uh, your main observations of the first few weeks of this competition? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's building quite nicely. Some of the teams are starting to to show if they're real contenders or not. Um, and uh, yeah, a few teams are building into it. Some haven't really taken their chances uh, so far. But um, yeah, maybe the refs have got a little bit too much uh, too much at play and maybe affecting results a little bit too much at this stage. I, I think. But um, we-, we always knew that was going to be a-, a probably a bit of an issue. Yeah, true. Hey, Isaac, uh, Grant Elitcher, great having you on the show. Um, well, hey, one of the fascinating stats I heard was, I think Izzy Dag said, um, during, I think it was the France All Blacks game, only 28 minutes was the ball, was ball, in, play. ball, ball in play. It was 62 minutes of sort of downtime. Well, is, how can we change that? Because uh, the fans are not going to really feel like they're getting the, the good end of the stick there, are they? No, no, and some some matches haven't been like that, I think. And tomorrow uh, morning, particularly with the Irish uh, South Africa one, I think South Africa will probably try and probably not have the ball and play as much and be more set piece. But I think that's tactical. You know, a lot of teams are probably trying to get the ball and play uh, not as much if they're playing, depending on who they're playing against. And, and when they're playing against the All Blacks, they probably don't want the ball and play quite as much as as what um, as what they would against other teams. So it's. Uh, that, that's a little bit tactical, I think, and a lot of teams are going that way to, to be more controlled around set-piece, which is unfortunate, but if that's going to win them a World Cup, I, I can see that's why teams will play it. It's more tactical, Grant, in rugby, unlike your sport, where you guys are just lazy and don't want to bowl 90 overs in a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 the old slow over rate, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what, this is what we have to deal with, Isaac. So, yeah, feel free to put the boot in on me as well. It's a common theme on this show. Yeah, fight fire with fire, Isaac. I've, I've been trying to teach him. I've been trying to teach him in the way, uh, the truth of the light. He's a little bit He's a little bit slow on it. Back to France, though. Um, a, you know, a position you know very, very well, Dupont and his uh, injury. We still don't know how long he could be out for, but it does seem like there's a, a huge chance he's missing from a quarterfinal. And we know the nature of this draw. You could argue the quarterfinals are the most important games uh, at this tournament. Um, you know, your observations about him as a player, what stands out and, and what France will miss with him? Yeah, look, I, firstly, uh, oh, just so unfortunate, you know, and um, the whole incident of how it happened, I know it probably looked a little bit innocuous and we complain about, um, you know, some of those head rulings, but that probably justifies exactly why, you know, they, they take stances they do because um, the, the player maybe couldn't have done a lot, but when he's come off holding his face like that, it's sort of, you know, we've had a broken jaw or a cheekbone before and you know instantly that he's probably not going to be around for the next few matches and I'd say he'd be struggled to... To, to maybe make it even to a semi, but that, you're right. Those are those are basically the World Cup finals for a couple of these teams, um, and they're coming quite early in the competition. So, for France having Intermac out and him out, that's your top 
nine and ten uh, if he's if he's not available. And I, yeah, look, they got a, they got a lot of depth, but I just think uh, it'll be tough for them to go as deep in the competition uh, as as I probably thought they would earlier in uh, uh, the year if they don't have those two players, especially Dupont. He's just a he's brilliant. He's the backbone of that team. Isaac, how how much planning goes in behind the scenes to like mitigate the risk of injury? Because obviously rugby, there's going to be injuries in a world tournament. Um, you know, uh, we were just chatting about the Cricket World Cup and you choose a squad where you can have these players that are quite fluid in positions that where if there is a, a injury concern, those players know exactly, they're sitting at home and they're going, I know if so-and-so gets injured, I'm in the squad. Uh, is there a lot of planning that goes on almost 18 months, two years prior to these world tournaments? Yeah, look, there is, and uh, I think you remember Ireland played um, France in the Six Nations, and they actually had Dupont covering ten as well at that stage, and he played. Uh, then um, ended up playing most of the game. I think Intermac that got injured, and he played most of the game at ten. So they do they do try different things, and they cover different positions. There's a lot of planning that goes around it, and uh, by nature, being scrum half, and uh, that's a specialist position, so you're always carrying generally three in a, squ- a squad. So they do have. You know they've got alternative plans, uh, and they've probably got a number of alternative plans, but it's just you know it's never as good as Plan A, which is the uh, the hard bit. You know they're backup plans, and the ones you, you hope you don't have to to exercise. But uh, yeah, th- that happens across the board, especially around your nines, your tens, and your hookers, um, and you know and locks. Those are probably your key positions you really need a few uh, few options in. Yeah, I was listening. Interesting, listening to the translation of Fabian Galtier, the head coach of France's press conference. We talked about, uh, and this gets to your point, Grant. Their preconceived idea was to take players off at one, three, and five at half time. Then they wanted to play another ten minutes and then make another whole, you know, group of changes. And likely Dupont was going to come off at that stage. And now you have these revisionist keyboard warriors saying he shouldn't have been playing at all. It's like, why? Why not? You know, you can get injured at any stage, Isaac, yeah. and the guy wouldn't have played for a month you've still got to play these games. You, you can't keep him on, you know, uh, cotton wool through to a quarter final, right? It's uh. nonsense, some of the perspectives of that. You know, players need to play, don't they, Isaac? Yeah, 100%. And when you're playing and you know this, Grant, you know, like sometimes the two-week gap is different. You know, in, in rugby, you, you're sort of conditioned to try and play every week. Uh, and that's your that's your cycle. You, you review your game, you start your week, you know, maybe a lot bit lighter, a bit heavier, depending on how the body's feeling, and you build up to to the week's game. And now and then, after you've had a, a a lot of matches, you need that extra week. But no player wants to miss out. It's the momentum. It's um, you know, being able to work on those little things that give you confidence in the big moments. And there's a lot of stuff they would have been trying to work on against uh, Namibia. Um, and those you know, the, the key patches, those key decision makings, and those key little combinations with with your forwards and your backs. So you got to keep playing, and and that's the the glory of sport. There's always going to be an injury. There's always going to be, uh, um, you know, performance factors. Uh, doesn't matter how good the opposition are, if they're good or bad, there's always going to be those variables and that's just the nature of sport. Well, let's get to the big game tomorrow. South Africa up against your side. Uh, Ireland, of course, uh, you represented Ireland at a World Cup uh, on these friendly shores. How are you feeling about that game tomorrow? A heavy, It's just a heavyweight clash. It's going to be a beaut, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I, I've just... Um, I don't know. I just I really think uh, Ireland's going to put at least ten points on them and maybe run a few rings around South Africa. So uh, I don't like their uh, selection policy, and I think uh, you know I, I don't think it's right for, for Ireland as well. Ireland can play at speed, and they've got um, a very physical uh, forward pack that um, will play at speed and probably 
this this is a game I think Ireland will play as much we, what we talked about earlier with ball and play, and they'll just speed the game up. And I think it'll be quite quite interesting to see uh, how South Africa cope with it. Hey, um, Isaac, one of the things I wanted to ask you was about Ireland uh, and their their pathway to rugby. Apparently, it is so professional in terms of like the the schooling system and then the academies, but then also how the uh, associations align with the the in, international way of playing the game. Everything just seems to be uh, so aligned to uh, international sort of standards. It's joined up approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that the case? Yeah, look, they've got a very good uh, system. And what I would say is um, it's uh, it's probably a very educated rugby population as well. They're coming through uh, knowing structures, but knowing numerous structures and how to play. But also now that probably was the downfall. They were too structured in the in the, um, uh, in the earlier stages of when this was developing. But now they can all do it at pace and they can do it with options and their school levels increased as well. So um, they've got a very, very good school system and schools rugby is big. And Dublin in particular is um, just producing players that not only feed Leinster, but they end up feeding all the different other provinces. So they might not get uh, contracts in their home uh, province, but they willing to, to travel and they just uh, they re- really see it as a career path. So um, yeah, I the the twenties uh, won the campaign quite easily this year in the Six Nations as well. Uh, their club competitions are, are very well structured and well tiered across the national uh, uh, tournament of about four or five different uh, divisions, uh, and there's promotion relegation between each division. So uh, they've got a very good good structure right right across the domestic game as well, which it leads into. Uh, a very quality uh, international team. Uh, Isaac, last one, mate. Um, and I just want to talk about one guy, again, you played with and you know well and you know how important he is to Ireland, Johnny Sexton, in the number 10 jumper. You know he's going to have a lot of heat on him. Finn Russell only needs to tell you that um, the Scottish fly half, he got so much pressure thrown at him by uh, by the South Africans. They're going to do it again. How does he sort of get around that, um, you know, other than refereeing the game as he's so very good at doing and telling the referee they're offside? <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Johnny is key to, uh, to the Irish hopes, I think, uh, the, the deeper they go in the tournament. Um, and he's been playing quite well. But this is his big test, so remember he's only had two um, probably really hits uh, coming back into to, uh, international rugby since the Six Nations. So this will be a big step up yeah. for him. Um, and I just... It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see, like you say, how long they actually keep him on for. If we, we talk about tactics and that the whole way through, because he's probably not con- conditioned at the moment to play yep. in South Africa for 80. But they, uh, at the same time, they've still got Scotland next week, which is a tough match. So they want to get a victory. They need a victory. So that how they use him will be tactical. Um, yeah, and, and Johnny's pretty physical himself, so I'm sure he won't shy yeah, away from is. it. But, um, hey, yeah, uh, Isaac, sure we're going to... We're going to leave it at that, mate. My timing's dreadful. No, you should awesome. know that. You've co-hosted with me, mate. I, I can't tell the time. Uh, great to hear your voice, mate. Enjoy the weekend's games. Heck of a, a weekend to hear. Thanks so much for joining us. Isaac Boss, Thanks, Isaac. Irish International, of course. Uh, you've heard him on SNZ Plenty over the last uh, few months. Nearly nine minutes away from 12 o'clock. We will be back very shortly.